May I first of all say how welcome you all are, there's some, I think, and I have already apologised for the state of the weather, which is outside of my control, but uh, there will be other opportunities, I'm sure we'll be able to see the sculpture garden and whatever, but it will be possible to have a, a tour of the house in some respects. About 20,000 people a year come through this, these formal rooms in Oris and Uthron. That's separate from the garden parties and separate from the Saturdays, uh, when in fact the house is open to the public. But I think it's always a great pleasure to welcome those who have been contributing profoundly to the lives of their communities. Communities get their depth and richness very, very much, not only from what is statutorily provided, but also what is provided out of the generosity of people's hearts. And you have been doing that for 40 years. Uh, Penny McKiernan, there has been a good representative to you reminding me of your work. Um, and I think that work has had an enduring impact on Wexford itself. Founded in, in 1979, Ireland was very different uh, in 1979 when you, the Wexford Rotary Club was formed. Uh, one would like to think that we're a kinder, more tolerant society that has made progress in how we treat groups of citizens who in their previous previous generations might have been marginalized, suffered discrimination or denied a voice and a right to participate. And this is Shin Dalkun King That is a very important development, all of the developments we've had in relation to both rights and inclusion. But there can be no doubt whatever the significant societal changes have posed new and complex challenges to the task of building communities in an ethical and inclusive way. And therefore, your efforts that you've been offering for the last 40 years become all the more important as these new challenges are faced. Again, then, there's another feature where Professor Putnam has written about it, is that people more and more are commuting very long distances. Uh, people are often tired when they get home from work and so forth. And the task, actually, of getting people to become involved in organisations often gets more difficult. We are living through a long hours culture, which has become the norm, and indeed, in many workplaces, people, uh, one never knows when work is finished because employees remain permanently contactable. It's an entirely new situation, creating new challenges in relation to keeping community going. And then I think as well, of course, pressures on housing have meant many people have to move far away very much often from grandparents and parts of communities with which they had a connection. So your organisation is needed as never before. And I think the generosity and hard work of organisations such as the Rotary Club, I think they, we're fortunate that they exist in such a wide way across Ireland. And I think that... Uh, uh, that will be even more important in the future, I guess, with the Genevieve, it's brindifying.
I think what you do as well, as I have watched, and indeed Sabine and I in our visits to Wexford are very familiar with your fundraising, your engaging with local schools and providing them with information on what is happening in the wider world. I think as well supporting outstanding achievement by individuals which is within the community, participating in voluntary charitable events, and in so many other ways, building and maintaining, as I have said, a strong sense of community. The concept of the Rotary Club was rooted in a sense of community, solidarity and camaraderie. The first club, founded by a very small group of friends living in Chicago at the beginning of the 20th century, and anxious to create, as they would in the Windy City, uh, a sense of friendship and community spirit that they had maybe experienced and brought with them as memories from their home uh, communities. There are a few places now on the globe, and I meet them often, with officers here that represent the spread of the organization. <coughs> that do not have, there are very few places who do not have a Rotary Club. And I know as well, because they tell me, that every Rotar Rotarian is welcome to attend any of the clubs when they travel abroad, encouraging new and enriching friendships in communities at home and abroad. Arvalak being fortunate of Gokrater and Esquilic and Altanasandan and Ebwilshield. While the sole aim that of that original Rotary Club in Chicago, for formed in 1905, was the creation of a sense of fellowship, it soon evolved into a group which who also wished to generously share their skills and talents for the benefit of their community. And today, the Rotarians' primary motto, serve us above the self, a statement which truly embodies the spirit of altruism, motivating those who choose to be a Rotarian. And this year, Wexford Rotarian Club celebrates its 40th anniversary. And I know your origins, this is most interesting. It has started almost serendipitously, really, in 1977, when a chance remark in the Talbot Hotel by Wexford man Sean Scallon and the later willingness of local businessman Jürgen Sassmannhausen to set things in motion. And that led to the Rotary Club of Wexford in an its inaugural meeting in September 1978. Five months later, you officially joined the worldwide network of clubs, including, and this is quite incredible, 72 in Ireland. And since then, you have been contributing so much to the Rotary movement itself and to the quality of life for those who live in Wexford. Your involvement and commitment to others includes really many areas of community living, social contact, helping those who are vulnerable, enabling young people to flourish, reach their potential, contributing to culture and sporting life, making neighbourhoods friendlier, better places to live, striving in so many other areas to create communities which offer their residents a sense of belonging. I'm aware, and this is very impressive in Wexford's case, that the Wexford Rotary Club contributes significantly to our wider international community, supporting many charities, initiatives and relief projects. And in advance of your visit, I was reading on your website and was most interested to discover that you're supporting the very important Sandam project in Kenya, which will enable rainwater to be retained and groundwater to be recharged, which is just so important, life-changing for the people involved. And that project is an inspiring example of the profound impact that small measures can have on the lives of those at risk of poverty, enabling them to farm more sustainably, 
to generate an income to educate their children, break the cycle of poverty, and allow a new generation to have hope that they will be able to realise their full possibilities. I know you've also supported many other worthy initiatives, such as Recycle for Gambia, End Polio Now, and Shelter Box. So your definition of community extends beyond borders and oceans as you reach out to a hand of friendship to our fellow global citizens across the world. At the heart of all of your activity at home and abroad lies that most important acknowledgement of the importance of the public space that we share and the public world that we inhabit, and a citizen awareness that brings with it not only a sense of belonging, but a sense of responsibility and participation for those with whom we share the public space. I so thank you for that and for the real difference you make and have made to the quality of life within your communities and to the creation of better futures for those most vulnerable on our shared planet. You are all so, so welcome here, and I'm so, so delighted to recognise by your attendance here, hear what you are doing as citizens, and to the ethical and flourishing communities that will benefit from it. Thank you very much, Mila Quickness.